Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest is a Triple J DJ and host of the Pop Gays podcast. It's Jordan Barr. It's me. We did it. Thank you, Matt. But is Pop Gays on break or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we keep talking about coming back. We just keep um, going on holiday and, and hanging out and we're getting in fights on mm. Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Now that's pop gay. <laughs> she was our producer. She became transphobic. Now we don't do the show. But we might come back. Stay tuned. <laughs> but what you're saying is there is, is an available transphobic podcast if producer. If I'm looking for. Absolutely. Okay, okay, if you're interested, okay, get in to touch. <laughs> our second guest this week is a Raw Comedy National winner and writer of the I Shave My Legs for This newsletter. It's Prue Blake. Oh, hello. Yeah, newsletter. Still going. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you believe? I've got, I've got too much paranoia that if I have any break, whether or not my producer's transphobic, I'll... Um, <laughs> and the producer on this show certainly is. You've got to wade through a lot of literature to get to the request mm-hmm. and over the email. It's very easy to say that your producer's transphobic when you, that was months ago. <laughs> we could have come back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, our third and final guest this week is from Have You Been Paying Attention and Taskmaster New Zealand? It's Ray O'Leary. Hello. Thank you for having me, Matt. And I, I, I learned that you're you're also a Matt. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah. They, they came, I brought my... Um, yeah, they talked about it on Have You Been Paying Attention. I brought my mail into the studio, which I, sh- I shouldn't have done. I was, wor- I was worried my neighbours were going to take it. I don't know. I was and just then like, you were so <laughs> upset that I knew which suburb you lived in. Yeah, You're flashing yeah, yeah. the whole address <laughs> yeah, around yeah, the real TV studios. Yeah, <laughs> your paranoia led you to bring your mail in, but yeah. it didn't lead you to hide it from Ed Cavalli and the gang. Yeah, no, I thought I could. I thought Ed was a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Pegg is a face you can confide in, but I was I was wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so now everyone knows. Do you want? You don't want people to know that your name's Matt. Um, I mean. Well, now it's too late. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's on Wikipedia now. Uh, some the really? people, yeah, the people who write Wikipedia, they're quick. My, yeah, they're quick. They they figure they find everything. And um, also, what's terrible is I can go onto my Wikipedia page and I can see that it says um, this article is rated as low importance. <laughs> 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 I like, still need to put that on. There. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, on this podcast, this is the news of the century. <laughs> it's breaking. Yeah, I mean, you, you could. There is a lower rank than low importance Wikipedia, and that's not having one. Yeah, not yeah I don't one. think I have a page. Yeah. No, I am featured on the Rock Comedy page as a winner. Oh, oh that's great. Did they right. skip over me. Or I, they... know, I think you're in there. Oh yeah, okay, oh. I exist. I don't I'm... think we're all listed. <laughs> well, all right. oh. We're all listed. Not you, Jonathan. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right, the way this show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question. Our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one, and I have to guess which one is correct. The first question comes from listener Jason Wessner from Chester Springs in Pennsylvania. Ooh, and Jason's <laughs> question is, what does tutty mean? Tutty. What does tutty mean? Tutty. Tutty. While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by another contestant, and another point if you correctly guessed the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house, and I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question with the help of the question writers, and I get a point for each one of these that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house, and the house always wins. Uh, although, yeah, that's often not the case, to be honest. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash dogonpod, which is linked in the show notes. All right, the answers are in for question number one. What does tutty mean? Here are your options. The sensation you feel when you're in the middle of a seesaw-like object and could fall to either the left or the right. An old Scottish slang term meaning neat and tidy. A substance scraped from the inside of chimneys and used as a medieval medicine. An adjective for someone getting slutty on the golf field. Uh, as an example, Tiger Woods is so tutty in those small pants. Yum, love the way he holds that golf ball. <laughs> um, just laughing at the real answer there. Um, <laughs> a Victorian era shorthand term for quieting children or quieting children. Or an American brand of Posada that is famous for encouraging its enjoyers to say, that's tutty good after each bite. <laughs> I buy that. <laughs> I'm drawn in by slogans a lot. <laughs> Love a slogan. <laughs> the Dolmio grin. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is one of the great. I'd say that after every bite. <laughs> uh, well, that's given me the Dolmio grin. <laughs> Dolmio grin does sound like an 1800s disease. Though. <laughs> it comes up smiling. Oh, they've got the Dolmio grin. <laughs> Stand back. <laughs> Any of these jumping out at you, Ray? Oh, wait, give me... Am I allowed to hear the second one again? Sure. Uh, An old Scottish slang term meaning neat and tidy. Mm. Keep it tutty. And then the third one was the chimney... Chimney Chimney resin (laughs) that was used as medicine. There's surely no way that even in the Victorian era, they would have known, like, oh, you can't eat soot. Oh, no, that wasn't... uh, That was medieval, not Victorian. Those guys guys were morons. Those guys would eat anything. In the Victorian era, they were eating, like, dead bodies. Yeah, yum, yum, yum. That's where all the mummies have gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they've gone. That's where they've gone. But it's, it's Into it, Victorian they tummies. They consume them for like a medicine. But there'd be nothing medicine. wrong with consuming a dead body if you cooked it right. Yeah, no, so nothing at all. Of like a yeah. medicinal format. <laughs> there'd be nothing. Very defensive there, right? <laughs> no one would frown upon it. Army hammer's still around, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> would a mummy be cured? Like, would we consider that a cured meat? 
Is it salt packed? Yeah, well. like a salami top thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Wrapped up tightly. Um, I'm Aged. getting hungry. Sauce me off some of that mummy. <laughs> mummy needs a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> mummy and cheese on a bap roll. Yeah. And, oh, it, and it comes packaged. Yeah. <laughs> um, may I please lock in Matt Stewart um, the the Scottish slang? Okay, locking that in. Oh, that. Mm. Well, yeah. No, I'm just I'm immediately full of regret. But, yeah. uh, but, but move on. You move did on. say lock in, though. Yeah, so. I did say lock in. So that's. If you lose, I'd you like also get say, executed. Yeah, I'm going to tentatively choose this one until everyone else says theirs, and then I'll lock in my answer. <laughs> what do you A think? A tentative proof? hold on. Um, Chimney, chimney resin. Chimney, the one that Ray immediately said was clearly <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's not true. All right, lock and I, and I immediately thought you fool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you pick anyway? Um, Jordan, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a tutty grin. I think that there's something. There's something about it. That's tutty good. Yeah, that's tutty good. That's sorry, tutty <laughs> grin. You did, you did say <laughs> that slogan. Yeah. Slogans do draw you in. And that's that's uh, the kind of information that Ray and Prue can use against you for the rest uh, of the day. That's going to be a slogan. <laughs> and every time I'm like, oh, it is good. <laughs> it's tutty good. All right, this is who wrote the answers. Uh, the sensation you feel when you're in the middle of a seesaw-like object. That was Ray O'Leary. That was very oh, convincing. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, a Victorian era shorthand term for quieting children. That was the house. Oh, oh. very good. Tutty. Hey, oi. Tutty. <laughs> oi, would you kids tutty down, please? <laughs> I saw it might be used like that. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I immediately went to tut tut, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did think that was the correct answer, but <laughs> I wanted to the... hedge my bets. <laughs> well, pick... It's not the hedging your bets to pick the wrong one. I thought <laughs> that is such a funny way to hedge your bets. <laughs> pick the one you think is wrong. I just want to be an individual, okay. you know, wherever I stand, <laughs> I stand alone. <laughs> Uh, the adjective for someone getting slutty on the golf field. That was Jordan <laughs> Barth. <laughs> you guys made it sound like real things. <laughs> and I look like an idiot. No, I love you. It's nice yeah. to have a bit it's, of balance It's good there. to have a brand. Is it, <laughs> is it because golf is tee off and you put the letter T in front of slutty? Is that the I think it's putt, putt, putty. Oh, oh putty. Putty, slutty. Putty, little putty. Putty. And it sounds like a, like an old like English man being like, "Ooh, real tutty." And they play mm, golf, tutty. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love golf. They, they love, love golf, and they hate sluts. They um, <laughs> famously, famously. Uh, Jordan, you went for an American brand of passata. That was Prue. Oh, yeah, smart. You, you made and up Prue the brand. Knows how to I made up the brand. <laughs> yeah, of course. I thought That's there's no way. Good. There's no way there's a food that you have to say a catchphrase after every bite. <laughs> and a, a, a passata <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's in everything. It could be a pie or like a lolly. It has to be passata. I should have known. Yeah, I so feel like a you, fool. You now say, yeah, what a ridiculous answer. <laughs> I was blinded by the catchphrase. It's a great catchphrase. <laughs> uh, Ray went for an old Scottish slang term meaning neat and tidy. That was Jason, aka the house. Oh. Meaning, Prue was correct. It's a substance scraped oh, on the inside of chimneys. Hedge those bets! Hedge those bets! I don't know how your strategy worked there, but <laughs> it did. No sense. <laughs> no. Sometimes you just got to play fast and loose with this sort of game. Man, those people were so stupid. <laughs> Morons. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't eat the old fire. It's such <laughs> a bad idea. That's D 
definitely a carcinogenic. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell the listeners a bit more about that in a second. But in the meantime, here's question number two. This one comes from Josh Hunt from Sydney. And Josh's question is, what song debuted as track six, side two, of the 1982 bootleg album, Elvis's Greatest Shit? <laughs> so this was an album that was released because some guy released this bootleg album going, everyone thinks Elvis is so great, he's died recently. I'm putting together a bootleg album to show that he wasn't, he had, he had bad songs as well. Oh, so it's not oh. just different shits that he's taken. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question. Including the last one. Right. <laughs> uh, so no, it's just a, it's a song title uh, of a, a song that was never released until after he died. Yeah. And you've just got to name that tune. And while you're writing your answers, here's some more info on that uh, chimney scrapings tutty. Uh, and this comes from the History Girls blog. Elizabeth Chadwick writes, Not all items classed as spices in the medieval period had a culinary use. This is the other funny thing. Tutty was called a spice. <gasps> well, you sprinkle it on dinner. Well, no, it was used for... I don't know. They just had a broader meaning for spice back then. Some of it was spicy medicines. Oh, yeah. Just... Uh, some were medicinal and not what we would regard as a spice today. One item a physician might require for his preparations was a spice known as tutty. Tutty was a panacea consisting of charred scrapings from inside chimneys, but not just any chimney. Tutty was specifically scrapings from more exotic climes. Its point of export to Europe being Alexandria in Egypt. Sold in small quantities, it was expensive. The word comes from the old French tutti, which in turn comes from the Arabic tutaya. I'm probably not pronouncing these right. Modern definitions give it as... An oxide of zinc which gathers on furnace sides where mm. copper or brass is smelted. Yum, yum, yum. Do you think this is, um, we finally know where the flavour tutti frutti comes from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> finally, it's been made clear. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to say from the Arabic tutti frutti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Tutti frutti. Because oh, really? it, it was always fruity, but it was, uh, you know, kind of hard to put your finger on what the tootie was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, the answer in for question number two. What song debuted as track six, side two of the 1982 bootleg album, Elvis's Greatest Shit? Here are your options. A Little Less Yap From You, Missy. An early demo of A Little Less Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that love and shovin'. Ooh. Peppermint on my hole makes me ring a ding ding for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic the impotent bull. Getting fruity with the boys. Or take me to the love diner and Priscilla is at the kids' table. That second oh. half's in brackets. I really want to see the Priscilla movie by Sophia Coppola. Yeah. Has anyone seen the trailer? I'm yes. dying for I'm it. I'm dying. It's a I wet dream. It looks incredible. And it looks like they're going to be like, yeah, she was 14. Oh, <laughs> my. Okay, now I get that. Uh, yeah. The, the bracketed part that. of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's she done to be down there? <laughs> oh. oh. oh she, she's, the, she's the fun aunt. <laughs> <laughs> she's fun because yeah. she's also the same age. <laughs> she, she, she gets she it. She gets <laughs> it. <up, yeah. laughs> well, Ray went first, uh, first round. Do you want to go first? Well, it's going to make my strategy hard, but I think um, <laughs> uh, I think following the theme of today, I'm going to go for getting fruity with the boys. Okay. 
And, and oh yeah, I'm like, and what's the theme? Tutti frutti. Tutti frutti. <laughs> Tutti frutti. Fruity with the boys. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I I think I'm gonna go with um the one about the what was the first one? A little less yap from you, Missy. Yeah, I think I like that one. I think that the early draft of a little less conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who was giving him notes? Because they did great work. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get a good note these days. <laughs> exactly. I reckon there's no way Elvis called woman Missy and not broads. <laughs> That's no true. I think he'd be a baby, a right? Baby. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking, Ray? I think I reckon Prue wrote the the keep your yap shut one. Um, oh, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's actually one of Prue's originals. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys watched the Elvis movie? No, yeah. I'm only no. interested in the Priscilla movie. Oh, you got to hear his <laughs> I missed the last 20 minutes, though. Why? I fell asleep. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a long movie. That's, uh, that's it's a, quite, quite a good endorsement. endorsement. <laughs> yeah. But I love the scene. It's so stupid where... Um, where they want Elvis to sing a Christmas song and like Tom Hanks is running around in his crazy accent going like he needs to sing Here Comes Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> was the Christmas song they wanted him to sing Peppermint on My Hole Makes Me Ring a Ding Ding <laughs> Jordan definitely wrote that one out and I think she's conflated Elvis with um, who was it Ray Ray Charles the one who sang uh, My Dingaling I think it's this definitely that was um, and, and my, my guess is going to be because they did crazy novelty songs back in the day. Yeah. And so I reckon it's um, Dominic the Impotent Bull. Was okay, great. Mm, like um, David Bowie's Little Elf song. Little Elf song? I think one of his first songs was like, I'm a cheeky little elf. Oh, <laughs> I, think little I've, I think I've listened to it. There's yeah. um, a Pink Floyd song called um, About a Gnome. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. About a little man. If I can, a man named Grimble Grumble. Are you going to be yeah. able to afford to put this in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I might get an orchestra in underneath that. Fantastic. You don't want Roger Waters on your ass. <laughs> yeah. That guy's mean. Chuck Berry did dingling. Ch- Chuck Berry. Yeah. Yeah. That was his only ever yeah. number one. Oh, oh come on. That's a grim fact. <laughs> but now oh. there's that great song and the title is Chuck Berry. Oh. Who sings that? Weezer? Oh. No, you're thinking, are you thinking Buddy Holly? It's hard to keep track of all these men. <laughs> oh, Jay- Chuck- Sorry, you go. I was going to say, Chuck Berry is the one. Oh, no, it's not Chuck Berry, is it? Oh, is it- you know, it is. On Back to the Future, where he goes, yeah, hey, Marvin. That's right. you yeah. know that- oh, no, it's you- your cousin Marvin. Yeah, yeah, Marvin yeah. Berry. <laughs> yeah, you know that new sound? Um. <laughs> all right, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, I've got to get that loving shoving. That was Jordan. Oh, oh wow. I tried to trick you this time. Oh, it does <laughs> sound it was just boring. <laughs> <laughs> Love and shoving is awful. Well, I was like a bit romantic and sexy, a little bit of domestic abuse, very Elvis. <laughs> uh, peppermint on my hole makes me ring a ding ding for Christmas. That was Prue Blake. Yeah, you oh. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the love diner and Priscilla is at the kids' table. That was Ray O'Leary. Wow. Yeah. Very political. Yeah, satirical. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a bit of class to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Elevate it. Prue went for getting fruity with the boys. That was the house. Oh. Oh. Good for you, uh, house. <laughs> as was a little less yap from you, Missy. Also the house. Meaning the correct answer was Dominic the impotent bull. Oh, <laughs> hey, what the hell? Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
So that means that round, two points to the house, one point to Ray, and the scores. Jeez, it's a spread field at the moment. Jordan on zero points. Round one, Prue on two, but out in front on three points. It's the house. <laughs> oh, Thanks so much for coming here to the podcast and letting me <laughs> beat you today. Um, always feels awkward, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Want to come around and play a game that I beat you in? <laughs> you do take two goes at it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. statistically. But, I, yeah. but you, you I don't, don't have it, the chance to guess. You yeah. see. So oh. everyone can get up to three points per round. Okay, sounds like this has had to be defended before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Keeps me up at night. Do, do we, are we allowed to have a little snippet of Dominic the Impotent Bull? Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, can I uh, put on the request? Put on the request? Yeah. I would love to hear what it if it's, well. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Like the What's Harlem that? shake of that generation. I mean, <laughs> just go absolutely hog wild. <laughs> <laughs> apparently Elvis said after he recorded he made the producer um, kill himself <laughs> the producer uh, promised that he wouldn't ever release it wow. so that's why it was only ever released as a as a bootleg <gasps> they love to do that after you die they'll take yeah. all of your shame and make it public yes Kafka and what? Tupac. And Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac's mum. Yeah. Is oh, was she the one publishing all this? Yeah, yeah. And she came up with the holographic idea as well. What's so that? he really? like performs live. Oh, it's the, just a hologram. A hologram. Yeah, I thought you were like, like, like two, Tupac trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having to work even after your death. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Do we think he's dead? Oh. Theories are out there. Theories are out there. Anyway. Yeah, Tupac, I think, is dead. Yeah, I think he's dead too. Michael Jackson, no way. You don't yep. reckon he's dead? No, I've seen a video. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Are you sure it wasn't filmed before he died? We've all seen the film. I've seen him on yeah. film, but you can't do that. He was a zombie <laughs> dancing around. <laughs> yeah. That man could survive dead. Oh. I, I, if I had your trouble, life would be double good sweet. There'd be no grass growing under my feet. Listen, Dominic, Dominic, when will you hunger? You ain't getting younger, my friend. Love, <laughs> love, love, is buried. love them all. He right sounds like he's struggling. It's, um, it's better than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't understand. I don't feel like the impotence is coming through. Yeah, I, this sounds like a very virile bull. <laughs> 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 this sounds like a bull with a high libido mm. who's um i mean it's really a story of um overcoming adversity dis- yeah. disability i consider impotence a dis- I, yeah, a any, any, any man who's had a vasectomy i consider disabled <laughs> <laughs> oh okay ray's gonna get some letters <laughs> yeah, go, um, actually uh having a vasectomy doesn't make you impotent <laughs> for starters yeah they've they really scientific. improved it now <laughs> the procedure yeah. Uh, this I don't know, it sounds like a bull who was very keen to um, keep mm. going despite his impotence. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and yeah, that's a beautiful tale. That is a beautiful. And I'm glad Elvis told it. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah, I would wager that that Elvis is the impotent one. Yeah, mm. maybe the bull just wasn't into Elvis. Take no for an answer, Elvis. Jeez, <laughs> I've been walking through all these farms. None of these, none of these bulls want to. <laughs> these bulls suck. <laughs> Feminist bulls. <laughs> Here is question number three. This one comes from Cammy Jamison from Houston, Texas. 
Thank you. Probably be quite a few virile bulls out there. Thank you, Cammy. And Cammy's question is, which of these is a real species of fish? So you've basically just got to come up with a fake species name for a fish. Uh Make up a a fish. And while you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a bit more about uh, this Elvis song. According to this great resource I found called wikipedia.org, Elvis's greatest shit is a bootleg recording uh, of his work released in July of 1982. It assembles a number of studio recordings, including some film scores and outtakes intended to represent the worst recordings Presley made in his career. The disc was assembled by a bootlegger known simply as Richard, who thought some fans were overenthusiastic to the point of deification and wanted to show that Presley, like most other artists, could not produce exclusively critically acclaimed work throughout their lengthy career. The tracks are mostly recordings from film soundtracks, along with a few outtakes from well-known songs. One is an aborted take of Can't Help Falling in Love, in which at the breakdown of the take, Presley exclaimed, Oh, shit! (laughs) Which is fun. That is fun. Uh, this poor taste concept did not merely extend to the album's contents, but continued on the cover, which contained a photo of Presley shortly after his death, lying in a coffin. The photograph was allegedly taken by Presley's cousin and subsequently sold to the National Enquirer. Grim tale that. Wow. That's, never trust your family. Mm. No, never. I've always said that. <laughs> Sorry, what was the... Thing I'm meant to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> Naming uh, just, a fish. Just right, yeah. Just come up with the name of a species of fish. So, like, okay. Bit right. of a quirky yeah, yeah, name no, say it. Fish. Say it, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for instance. <laughs> Elvis was a crazy guy. Yeah, he yeah, hears you, stories did, of him. Yeah, did you see his hips? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the, on the broadcast I watched, they, uh, they only shot them above <laughs> Otherwise, you would have died yeah. from an erection <laughs> and blown yeah. for your safety. <laughs> I'll tell you who wasn't impotent that night. <laughs> Apparently, there's Steve Martin tells this story about when he met him and he's like, want to see my guns? <laughs> and he just like shows him all these guns and he's just holding gun after gun of Elvis's fancy shiny guns. It's insane. Want to see my guns? My there was guns. This, I went to the like Elvis exhibition in Bendigo and there was like a whole area dedicated to his karate, which was very unsettling. Whoa. But then they had this like letter, this correspondence between him and the president and he also went to see the president to thank him. And I think it was like Nixon, like not a cool one. And <laughs> not one of the many cool presidents. <laughs> not a cool president. And he like showed up and was like, I've got a present for you and pulled out a like Colt 45 or whatever the kind of gun was and was like, here you go. And then like all of the like special <laughs> agents were like, no, 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 no. And he was like, what? It's a nice gun. Oh, <laughs> the, the agents went, no, 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 no. She <laughs> is <laughs> cooling across the side. No, 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 no. That's why you pay them the big bucks. That's the level of protection. <laughs> Please, I would never think to say no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, do it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> All right, the answer in for question number three. Which of these are real species of fish? Muckalugs. Flighty huffball. The fat innkeeper worm. The fredium fishius. Squeaky trumpet tuna. Or red swiper nipple. Whoa. Red swiper nipple, sorry. Muckalugs. Flighty huffball. The fat innkeeper worm. The fredium fishius. Squeaky trumpet tuna or red swipper nipple. These all sound like slurs. <laughs> they all also sound like fish. Good job. <laughs> yeah. They're fish slurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, name for a fish. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't think you've had a first crack yet, Jordan, have you? No. Could you repeat the one that sounds like munchamungal? Muckalug. Muckalug. I think a muckalug sounds like a deep sea kind of fish. Sounds like one of those ones. Like Hawaiian? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know what Hawaiians are like, always deep, deep in the ocean. They do, they do. I'm thinking of that scene from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, with oh, the Russell Brand. Let's talk about it. I don't even know. I would say I think I'm gonna go with the muckalug. I think that that could be a much deep alike. sea Hawaiian fish. Deep sea Hawaiian fish. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like it potentially. <laughs> Prue knows nothing about it. You're like, sounds like a deep well, Hawaiian. I think. <laughs> and I really, Prue's head cannon was stronger than yours. I think it's just really good to show that whatever Prue says, I will do. <laughs> <laughs> Everything so far in this podcast would be like, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do that one. Okay, it's a deep sea Hawaiian fish, and it's definitely something that Prue wrote. But I'm going for it. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Ray? I am going to go with the um, was it the fat innkeeper worm? Fat innkeeper worm. I, yes. I, I just don't think any of us would have thought to come up with a worm for a fish. It is a bit of a leap. Yeah, it? yeah. I was like, whoever's written that. I mean, if it's, it's fake, it's very creative. So. One of my favourite things is when someone mishears a question <laughs> and they end up getting people guessing it because it's it's like, why would anyone have answered that? That just leaves you, Prue. Um, I want the one with the nipples. Uh, the red okay. swipper nipple. <laughs> the red swipper nipple. <laughs> I'm always on the lookout for nipples yeah, that prove. Yeah, with the fish. I want to milk a fish. <laughs> she's not even talking about the question. She's just asking. Yeah. You can picture most of these, I think. Um, mm. Maybe not the muckalugs, but the red swipper nipple. <laughs> I got a pretty strong picture of that in my head. Yeah. And the squeaky trumpet tuna. Oh, maybe I can hear that more than that. What about it. the fat innkeeper worm? The fat innkeeper worm. He's <laughs> yeah. got a hat. He's got a hat. He's sitting behind a desk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, weary. No vacancies, sorry. <laughs> Hello, weary traveller. <laughs> he was the guy that said no to Mary. <laughs> what a dog of a worm. What a do- <laughs> All right, here's who wrote the answers. The Freddium Fischius. That was Ray O'Leary. Ooh, yeah. that's nice. I also submitted a second option, which, you, um, which I'm glad you didn't read out. Oh, the Prince. Well, you can you can read. I it. wrote the Prince Andrew Memorial Fish. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful tribute. A beautiful mm. tribute to a wonderful man. <laughs> uh, the flighty huffball. That was Cammy, aka the House. Great, Cammy. The House also wrote squeaky trumpet tuna. Oh, uh, that means red swipper nipple, which Prue went for. That was Jordan. Oh, wow. bitch. <laughs> I liked it. Muckalugs, which Jordan went for. That was Prue. Oh, oh, picked each other's. No. Oh, what a beautiful moment. Yeah. Beautiful. Took out by each and other. you know what? Worth it. <laughs> and that means Ray was correct. The fat innkeeper worm yeah. is a real. Yeah. Wow. It's, um, it's a pretty oh, full on looking. Have you got a pick? Yeah, if you want to see it. It's I also known see. as the penis fish. Oh, oh okay. okay. If, that, if that helps oh, yeah. give you a picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's. What you'd have probably imagined based it's on that. It's certainly... Oh, good heavens. It's certainly a penis fish. Yeah. What I was imagining was so much cuter. Yeah, <laughs> they are not cute. <laughs> They're awful looking. Apparently <laughs> quite a delicacy in uh, certain areas. Oh, They're what? eaten raw. Really? You just lost pieces oh, off and... It, but yeah. Not uncommon, uh, uncommon in this society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so that means each of you get a point that round. Uh, Thanks, Beach. So Ooh. Jordan's on the board. Score <laughs> after three rounds. Jordan's on one point. Ray's on two points, but out in front, it's Prue in the house on three points. Ooh, what? Still very close. <laughs> Here is question number four. This one comes from Alex Lloyd from Croydon in the UK. Thanks, Alex. What, <laughs> what happened in the town of Bridgewater in Somerset in England on the 18th of May, 2006? What, just anything that happened? The thing that happened. <laughs> I guess it was... But, uh, if we put, like, Mary put her washing out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, more yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be wrong. If she, if she put her washing out and then, you know... 9-11. And then 9-11. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny that you say that. It does come up a bit in these <laughs> what happened on this date questions. Uh, while you're writing those answers, here's some more info on the fat innkeeper worm. According to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, innkeeper worms build U-shaped burrows in the muddy sand of low-zone mudflats. These fine innkeepers maintain lodgings for their buddies in the mud. Food, shelter, and running water pumped in by the innkeeper worm attract a motley crew of guests to this burrow. So it gets the name innkeeper worm because its own burrow is, is the home to uh, many other species. Some like the arrow gobby check in and okay. out quickly. <laughs> Others like pea crabs and scale worms take up permanent residency. So the gobby and the penis fish are close. Yeah, they're pretty close together. <laughs> the innkeeper isn't bothered by these guests, but doesn't benefit from them, from them either. Innkeeper worms eat by creating a slime net that traps tiny bits of food drifting in the water. When the net is full of food, the innkeeper swallows its meal and the net. Uh, wow. And yeah, they're also known as the penis fish. And yeah, if, if I think that's the most disgusting animal. <laughs> it's like, awful from this, top to bottom, isn't this it? This raw fish that like comes to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like a slimy net comes out of it and that's how it catches then, its food. But then it, it lets other things live in its home without expecting anything from them. So it's kind I of... I think it's getting something out of it. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that the penis yeah. innkeeper is not, <laughs> is not getting... Maybe I would, it's just... I'd be checking those those rooms in the inn for like double-sided mirrors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's... Yeah, it's just like this is the only way any other animals would associate with me if I give them <laughs> free board. Well, they just really had a dream, Jordan. Like I think all the time about... You know when you're a kid, the best toys were like the checkout toys? Yes, always. Like working as like like a checkout chick. And, and they were the best toys. They were the best toys. They were my favorite toys. So fun. So fun. What would you like to purchase today, ma'am? I hope you have a nice day. Here's your receipt. Yes. Um, and then I did, you know, kind of get to actually do that for real. And it wasn't fun. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. so that's why you can't monetize your hobby. You can't monetize your passions. <laughs> uh, hey, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back from the break, Ray. What what kind of uh, ad you, do you think we just had? I think you. Um, well, you said you you, you say no to um, 
basically no effort. I think we just heard a beautiful ad from the no campaign. <laughs> 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 like, My guess would be for a um, fracking ad. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. RuPaul's fracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, work. <laughs> fracking. It's yeah. camp. Yeah. <laughs> Slay hunty. <laughs> fracking by RuPaul. <laughs> and yeah, I stand by whatever was advertised. All right. Um, <laughs> Uh, so the answers are in for question number four. What happened in the town of Bridgewater in Somerset, England on the 18th of May, 2006? The local Sunny Delight factory leaked thousands of litres of Sunny D into the local river and turned it bright orange. Mm-hmm. Sunny D sounds American. No? Yeah. A series of tunnels were located underneath the city, which is believed that, uh, which it is believed that the landed gentry have been using to facilitate swingers parties. Okay. okay. Local police arrested a goat and put it in jail after it broke into a local bakery and ate all the bread. Mm. The council went to vote to define marriages between a man and woman, but the vote failed as a key councillor in the Conservative campaign missed the meeting as he had been concussed after being suplexed by the super nanny that morning. Oh, <laughs> the super nanny. I love it, Joanne. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, that's first three options. Option four for what happened in the town of Bridgewater on 18th May 2006, the series Broadchurch. Or finally... <laughs> okay. Or finally, the town burned an that. effigy of Grimace to protest against McDonald's opening a restaurant there. The town remains McDonald's free to this day. No, oh, what a boring wow. <laughs> Why would you burn Grimace? Wouldn't you burn the burglar? Yeah, maybe. He's Ronald. Just fucking die. Yeah, burn Ronald. Come yeah. on. Jordan, clearly Ronald. a fan of Capital Not just any Capital Yeah, I prefer that to the end. I just assume that someone, there was just a Grimace floating around. Yeah. Anyone got any McDonald's merch? They're probably just We're like doing an effigy burning. There's <laughs> something like a regular protest. We're like, we're just going to protest the McDonald's, and then some weird cunt was <laughs> like, I've got a grimace and sets it on fire. Like, well, Jared, just, no. Yeah, shoving a few pillows in a purple sleeping bag. <laughs> yes. like, we'll call this grimace. <laughs> I'm so devastated we didn't get that grimace shake here in Australia. Oh, what was the grimace shake? It's just a purple, um, thick shake in a mm. novelty cup. But it was cup. giving people superpowers. Yes, it yeah, was. It was killing them. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Which is the biggest superpower. <laughs> the biggest superpower was suicide. <laughs> what a flex. <laughs> to die. All right, Ray, what are you thinking? All right. Well, my first thought was going to be, I felt like the, the tunnel one has got to be written by either Prue or Jordan. But then... What is okay, it? What, don't what I fucking know us. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay Prince Andrew Fish. <laughs> but then, what is it? Broadchurch came out, or something was one of the options. I was like, I feel like one of you stopped writing pretty quickly. <laughs> no, I think that the person who wrote that was probably saying the events that happened in the Broadchurch series happened in That's what they imagined. That's what they imagined. That's what they were trying to say. The person that um, wrote the newspaper article in <laughs> Somerset. <laughs> now I'm gonna I I'm gonna go with the oh I, it's either the goat or the sunny D from memory. I'm gonna go with the goat. Come with the goat. Right, locking in the goat for Ray. Thank you. That poor goat. I well, he knew what he did. Oh I also <laughs> wanna go goat. 
I want to go goat. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Once you go goat. You can't go back. Is that your Brumbies yeah. um, solidarity? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've worked at a baker's delight, actually. <laughs> oh, it's baker's delight. <laughs> Very superior to Brumbies, yes. I will say. But Brumbies do the 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 hot. Pa- the hot stuff. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So, you know, Yucky. it depends on what you're into. <laughs> They're all owned by the same company, right? Really? Oh, well, you oh, know you, better you, than you, me. You just suggested <laughs> 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 Or maybe I'm just thinking because they've both got, they're both like, maroon. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. they're both owned by maroon. Well, Big maroon. That is funny. That Nothing drives an appetite for bread like maroon. I've been mm. looking at those maroon backdrops behind you. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm starving like for bread. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, I'm tempted by the donkey, but I think it's a donkey. It's a goat. It's a goat. It's a impotent goat. Being tempted by the donkey, but I think I think you it sound is. like you sound like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> tempted by the donkey. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go for the Sunny D thing. Sunny D. Because oh. I think that that could. Yeah, I feel like they, even though Sunny D does feel very American, maybe the factories in the UK. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, then maybe. again. Thatcher got rid of all... Didn't she do that? She got rid of all their factories? That <laughs> does not sound like... She, lo- she loves the factories. <laughs> Sorry, I only know Billy Elliot. I don't know what else she did. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Sunny D. All right, that's locked in. They're, yes. all, they're all working in the Sunny D factory. <laughs> sunny the D famously. <laughs> <laughs> sunny delight. Bali, <laughs> you'll be making Sunny D. <laughs> Uh, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, Ray has been <laughs> calling you two out pretty accurately. Um, <laughs> the series brought church. That was Jordan. I almost wrote the same thing, Jordan. <laughs> and then I thought, like, maybe I'm thinking of Deadwater Fell. <laughs> it's a great series. It's oh, a great series. Yes. I'm doing a rewatch right now. <laughs> Top of the mind. Uh, Ray, you also thought that the series of tunnels for swingers parties was one of them, and you were correct. That was Prue. Oh, thank you. That so you, you were two for two <laughs> on that round. Should almost be getting bonus points well, for that. Thank you. I will accept those bonus points. Uh, the council went to vote. I didn't read it in full, but Ray wrote, the council went, on, uh, went to vote to define marriage as between a man and a, and a woman, in brackets, finally according to Matt Stewart. <laughs> 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 uh that was that was right. Uh, the Griffin grimace effigy being burnt down. That was Alex, the question writer, aka oh. the house. Oh. Good one, Alex. Uh, Alex in the house also wrote the one about the goat. Oh, no, meaning the correct Rats. answer is the local Sunny D factory leaked oh. thousands oh, of juice, liters of juice into the river. Wow! Oh, wow! 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 I can't believe congrats. it. But, but you were right, Prue and Ray. It was it. It is a a Floridian. It's from Florida, the company. Yeah, Floridian. Yeah. That's, the, that's the little things that they have in Star Wars, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a point to Jordan there. Thank you. Two points to the house, meaning the house jumps back out to the lead. It's Jordan and Ray on two points, Prue on three points, but out in front on five points. It's the house. I don't, I don't want to um, ruin the premise of this podcast, but how often does the house win? Uh, probably maybe... Almost a third of the time. You saw Only how defensive third. he got before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I try, like, I, definitely try, I try and skew things towards oh. the guests. Like usually the answers so that, that are put up as ours, are, at least one of the two are normally yeah. unpickable. But, like, but this is genuinely like a casino and it feels like the yes. house should always win. And the fact that mm. you're not 
Yeah, well, that's I right. I think you guys I, pick up your game. I think if, if I played it more sincerely, it yeah. would be too skewed towards me. So yeah. I'd try and... And I try and help you. You might... Often people don't get my subtle things like, oh, definitely locking that one in. And oh, they go... Probably. Yeah. You've been trying to help us this whole time. <laughs> what I know is that from now on, I'm coming for Rayo Lyric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going right. to claim everything that he wrote. <laughs> Three <laughs> questions to go. This one comes from Tyson from Colac. And Tyson's thank you, Tyson. Thank you, Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Colac. And Tyson's question is In the 1990s, there was an Australian doll launched as a competitor of Barbie. What was its name? In the 90s, there was an Australian doll launched as a competitor of Barbie. What was its name? While you're writing your answers, here's some more info about uh, that Sunny D leak from the CBBC article, uh, which writes, Red-faced drinks makers may be taken to court for not being green after an accidental leak turned a river yellow. Bit of fun there, right up off the top. About 8,000 litres of the brightly coloured liquid. I love how vague that is. It's just a liquid. It's like... They can't, um, even, they can't call it a juice. Yeah, when it's a concentrate. Or yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Fruit concentrate. Or I- ice sausage. confectionery. They can't mm. call it ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Sausage-like... Pro- What's the thing? Sausage-like what? product. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's one for sausages as well. Uh, sausage-like. Yeah. We don't quite reach the high it's standard like, of sausage. Yeah, do, do you know what a sausage is? We kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Green watchdogs say the company that makes Sunny D may have to go to court if the leak has damaged the river. Tuesday's spill, which happened because there was a leak in an underground storage tank. Oh, I wonder if those underground tunnels also... There were swingers involved. Yeah, those butt plugs are really... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'll help plug up the leak. (laughs) Uh, The environment... forever. (laughs) (laughs) The Environment Agency are also investigating reports of fish in distress after the pollution. Hopefully no... A penis fish. Uh, the liquid that turned the river yellow is usually mixed with a large amount of water to make the popular drink Sunny D, which used to be called Sunny Delight. All right, the answer in for question number five. In the 1990s, there was an Australian doll launched as a competitor of Barbie. What was its name? Margaret Court, the Sheila doll. Feral Cheryl. Rigidid Didronda, Bonza Bonita. Sheridan Banksia. Or Barbie Q. These are all, all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of them to be true. I can't believe any of them were true. <laughs> it's the point of the questions where you're like, you're waiting for the, okay, give us the real one. Well, that's it. <laughs> uh, I can't remember who we're up to. Maybe, is it back to you, Prue? I think, Prue? Yeah, could you just um, read them out for yes. me again? They kind of went by so quick. Margaret Court, the Sheila doll. Feral Cheryl. Rigi Didge Ronda. Bonza Bonita. Sheridan Banksia or Barbecue? Um, I think Ray O'Leary, who's been very satirical this whole episode, went for Margaret Court. Oh. And, um, okay, Jordan went for Margaret Court. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Was, uh, <laughs> I've been dearing Jordan this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> what, should, what should we do? There's a conspiracy against the leader <laughs> oh, of this oh, competition. So maybe, we, maybe we should do that. We should team up to try to take Prue down, given that you're winning. <laughs> no, we'll never win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go with the Banksia one. 
All right, locking that is in. Is it Sheridan Banks here? Sheridan Banks. Okay, well, now that I'm doubting myself. <laughs> it is a nice name. Yeah, that's name. probably the most normal it's one. It's the most normal name. I, I cannot see a girl playing with a rigid edge. If it's rigid edge, mm. Rhonda, I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. It's just not aspirational. <laughs> it's not. If they brought out a doll called a rigid edge Rhonda, how disrespectful to young girls everywhere. <laughs> what do you think of Jordan? Um, I think I think they probably they kind of called it Barbie Q because mm. it would have been was it a Barbie doll or was it a separate Barbie like was it from the Barbie brand or did they do their own like oh, spin off com- competitor competitor there's okay. no way they got okayed for Barbie Q I reckon it is um, it's Margaret Court really it, it's an it. independent release maybe it is I'm gonna go with Barbie Q. What are you <laughs> do you, do you, No way Do you just hear yourself Before <laughs> What are you doing mainly, mainly because I couldn't remember the other name You can ask him to repeat What, what a self imposed rule Is this what is, what is The only one on? I can think of is the one that I know is definitely not <laughs> I'm going to lock it in. I, I need to hitch my <laughs> bits. Oh, yeah, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you've got to come up with a slogan yeah. for that and then you're locked in. Okay, maybe I'll go for, I think I'll go for Sheridan Banksia as well. Oh, okay. Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was it my turn? Is that the only other one you can remember? Yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds like the most normal one. All right. My first thought is, I was like, when I heard barbecue, I was like, it's definitely written by either Prue or Jordan. And maybe <laughs> Jordan, I'm now thinking Jordan tried to lock it in. <laughs> as a ploy? As a ploy to try to convince me to lock it in afterwards. Wow, the psychological <laughs> yes. games we're playing today. <laughs> what, I think Jordan's played 3D chess. No, chess is already 3D. No, chess, 3D chess. Chess, no, Jordan seems to be playing 2D chess. Can <laughs> <laughs> we play 3D checkers? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it can't. Barbecue is going to be written by one of them, um, and I wanted to go with um, Rigid Ditch Ronda and had to sit quietly. Well, if you want Jordan to kill us, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I assume Rigid Ditch is a place in Australia. No, no it just mean, it means legitimate. <laughs> oh, oh that's Rigid Ditch. Yeah, that's le- a legit thing. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your country's very silly. (laughs) (laughs) Which you did. That's legitimate. That's like the same as saying choice. If this was a Kiwi doll, it would be like choice Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) Only with the second word would be a ch. Chandler. Choice Chandler. Could it be? All the girls of. Yeah. How many Chandlers do you have in your primary school class? <laughs> it was a huge Kiwi name. Because everyone wanted to rhyme it with choice. Um, um, I am going to go with uh, Rigid Dijronda. Now that I know it's not a place, that makes it feel more. It makes it feel more um, rigidage um, to me. Mm. Okay. It makes it feel more rigid. More, yeah. more legit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Am I, am I using it right? I think you. I think you've nailed it. I don't think it's a term that gets used. Anymore? That much. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Did, no. I, I think it's when I, you know, you sort of say it ironically and then it all of a sudden yeah. it's, you, I, that's what happened to me. I, probably I use just it in it all my professional emails, so sign off. Yeah. Rigid well, edge. Hope, <laughs> hope you're having a rigid edge day. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I received an email from you, Prue, and inside of Rigidish Prue, it would change everything. <laughs> I would be like, I've never known be her. With you? <laughs> if she can hide this from me, what else can that's, she hide? I'm sorry, that's just how I've set my signature. <laughs> May I have a list of the dolls again, please? No, you've locked in. Yeah, no, I've locked in, but I would like to guess who Prue wrote. Margaret Court. Feral Cheryl, Rigid Dead Ronda, Prue Bonza wrote Feral Cheryl. Prue wrote Feral Cheryl. Okay. Okay. Feral Are you going to lock that in? Yeah. <laughs> Prue wrote Feral Cheryl and Jordan wrote Barbecue, the name she tried to guess herself. <laughs> and Jordan, are you, you're, are you locked in? I think I'm going to go back to Barbecue. Okay. Oh, my God. Because of this. Slander. Yes. Okay, we're playing a game today. <laughs> can, I get, can I guess my own doll and give myself a point? No, that's, <laughs> a, that's a... That's a uh, that, feels like an old, that feels like a loophole you would have thought of. Yes, <laughs> that's right. People ask that sometimes, but yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't do that. I never even thought of doing that. Because then you, uh, you, yeah, you would probably ruin the whole game yeah. and it would implode it in would on itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here's who wrote the answers. Margaret caught the Sheila doll. <laughs> That's, that almost sounds like someone who's from outside of Australia might have written that. Yeah. <laughs> was it Ray O'Leary? Yeah, it was Ray O'Leary. Yes. You were bang on. I yes. you doubted yourself straight away. It's just random Australian words jammed together. <laughs> Although it's funny because I've done the ones I wrote are very similar. Uh, Bonza Bonita, that was the house. Oh, as was Ridgy Didronda. Oh. <laughs> Which is what, like, I'll say before, I, I kind of throw it with ones that are almost unguessable. They're so stupid, but that doesn't mean people won't guess them. Um, but Ray's overplaying the game. <laughs> Ray's so playing deep. three games, yeah, we're playing one. I'm deep in game theory. I'm looking up Nash equilibriums. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> like, this is the prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> Jordan went for barbecue, which was written by Prue. Oh, man, that was satisfying. Yeah. And Prue went for Sheridan Banks here, which Jordan wrote. Oh, I did write that. that. I did write that. So it's funny. The thing that you said no. she was doing was actually what she was You then gave doing. me the idea to do that. <laughs> 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 I flipped because I, I got nervous because I thought that uh, I couldn't lock in barbecue or any of the other stupid fucking <laughs> names. So what was the real name? Feral Cheryl. Oh, oh man. God. Can we have some self respect? <laughs> it's, yeah. Honestly. She, she's she, feral? She's yeah. feral. <laughs> That's her thing? Yeah. Just because I'm Australian, I'm still a lady. Still it a was lady. the 90s. It was a different time. Oh, my God. Uh, so that means Jordan gets a point. Prue gets a point. And the house gets a point. Two rounds to go. It's Ray on two points. Jordan on three points. Prue on four points. But still out in front on six points. It's the house. I'll tell everyone a bit more about Feral Cheryl in a second. I think it's meant to be vaguely satirical or something, but... Um, she well, like... Not as satirical as Margaret Court, though. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> uh, is she foaming at the mouth? No, it's meant to be... She's like a... Oh, maybe it's not satirical <laughs> at all, because that's a word I don't really understand, but it was... Um, <laughs> She's sort of like a hippie, you know, a 90s hippie sort of, you know. Oh, oh anti-vaxxer. warrior Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So it's like a Byron Bay. Yeah, uh, yeah. 90s yeah. Byron Bay. Old oh, school Byron Bay. Totally. Sounds rigiditch to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's question number six. What was the unusual name of the member of the Florida House of Representatives from the Jackson County District from 1945 to 1947? Very specific, but you just got a name. This guy had a weird name. Okay. You've got a... Uh, give this guy a name. He was a, a politician in the 40s in Florida. While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about Feral Cheryl. According to the Doll's official website, Feral Cheryl was modelled on the environmental activists, eco-warriors and hippies of the 90s in Australia. 
which were nicknamed ferals. Her motto is live simply, run wild, which I imagine Jordan, as a motto lover, that might stretch your love of <laughs> oh, mottos. Yeah, now I like feral Cheryl. <laughs> feral Cheryl is not the product of cheap offshore sweatshop labor. The doll body has been custom made at a family run doll factory in South Australia and the features finished by hand by creator Lee Duncan. All are individually finished and no two are the same. Feral Cheryl was created as a tongue-in-cheek response to the Barbie doll. Tongue-in-cheek is not quite satirical, is it? I feel like it is. Yeah, it's a little jokey. It's a little... Yeah, it's just like it's it's on the same spectrum. It's yeah. not quite as far down as satirical. It goes tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek. parody, <laughs> satire. Uh, with dreadlocks, <laughs> tattoos, piercings, bare feet, and a bag of herbs... Oh, for fuck's sake. Feral <laughs> Cheryl attracted international <laughs> attention as a simply living eco-feminist anti-Barbie from the New South Wales coast. Oh, they should have called her Nimbin Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tattoos and piercings are far from unusual now, but Nature Girl Feral Cheryl remains the only doll with a map of Tassie. Oh, God. Um, oh, all right. she's got pubes. Oh. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, well, Jordan, you've really flipped. <laughs> I like it. A I motto like and a map? Puby putrid. <laughs> yeah. Putrid pubes. What's a P name? Oh, Prue. <laughs> <laughs> proobs Proobs yeah. That's what David Quirk always calls me Proobs Yeah, proobs That's kind of cute oh, I don't mind it <laughs> Alright, the answers are in What was the unusual name of the member of the Florida House of Representatives from Jackson County District from 1945 to 1947? Nobby Gobbles Merkel Warrior Pitts Gay Chapman Dwayne Pipe Giddy Gundrops or Wankard Pusa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what well, okay, what I thought it was going to be is not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to add, add a, a a seventh option? <laughs> what, no, it's too close. No, it's too close to my actual options. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, where are we on the? I think maybe we're up to you having a crack first, it's Jordan. It's my turn. I think it's it's um Wankapoosed. Wankapoosa. That's it. That feels like a classic. Like it's so funny the old names back then. Like they would just openly call each other like gay and pussy, and like (laughs) that guy's name was Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real mess. That's a real mess. Okay, he's still around. That cannot die. (laughs) He's yeah. He's I think he's pushing towards a hundred. Yeah, and he still puts up videos of him like doing old man exercise and stuff. He he did Masked Singer America recently. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I was like, what is he doing? Get off the stage! (laughs) You gotta be. You gotta be. I imagine he he seems like a guy with a big tax debt. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing keeping him going. He refuses to die in debt. No, no, I won't die a quitter. That's not the dick way. (laughs) I die with the tax man owing me. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going with Wankard Pusa. All right, Wankard Pusa. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? May, may I please have the list of names again? Nobby Gobbles, Merkel Warrior Pitts, Gay Chapman, Dwayne Pipe, Giddy Gumdrops, or Wankard Pusa. I think the last one that's submitted by Prue. <laughs> And I think just because Jordan guessed it, <laughs> Jordan has <laughs> form. <laughs> I'm a magnet. And, and what is it, Merkel Warrior Princess or whatever? That's got to um, be Jordan. And <laughs> Merkel Warrior Pits. <laughs> Warrior <laughs> Princess. That <laughs> oh, would have been a good guess. I would have done that. <laughs> that's that got to be, be great. Got to be Jordan. Maybe. Um, and then, 
And then um, what about it makes you think Jordan Merkel Warrior Pits? Merkel, it's the Merkel. word Merkel. Okay. <laughs> I met, I've just met Jordan about the start of the, when this podcast started. And she screams Merkel. And you just, it's incredible your ability to read people. Yeah. <laughs> you just know them oh, instantly. Wait. Oh no, I'm confusing Merkels with Merkins. That's what oh. I'm doing. That's oh. no, I forgot. I was thinking no, that's not what Angela Merkel's last name. <laughs> <laughs> I love Angela, Angela. Merkel. <laughs> there must be a porn parody out there. With Ang- Angela Merkin. There must be. I'm sure we can And if not, link. let's film it after this. <laughs> <laughs> with proofs. <laughs> yeah, with proofs. Proofs in the lead role. Alright, I'm so sorry, but give me the list once more. <laughs> Nobby Gobbles, Merkel Warrior Pitts, Gay Chapman, Dwayne Pipe, Giddy Gumdrops, or Wankard Pusa. I, I can't be any of them, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to lock in Dwayne Pipe. Dwayne Pipe. Dwayne Pipe. Dwayne Pipe is funny because wow. of Drain Pipe. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Dwayne um, and Pipe both sound like penis. Yeah, they're great. You're loving this. Dwayne sounds like penis. It's a big Dwayne. twist where Jordan wrote every answer. Yeah. <laughs> the Jordan Just couldn't ran. stop <laughs> sending them in. I would like to go for Nobby Gobbles. Nobby gobbles okay for Prue well here's who wrote the answers uh, Giddy Gumdrops that was Prue oh. Merkel Warrior Pits which Ray confidently said was Jordan was Jordan <laughs> <laughs> correct <laughs> Gay Chapman was Ray oh, nice yeah. and I thought the actual answer was um, Gay Hitler <laughs> and I nearly submitted that but then I thought of... well can you yeah. submit that for a future uh, episode <laughs> Because there's that um, there's a Twitter account that posts funny like names from the American census ah. um, from like oh. in the past and stuff, and I remember they tweeted "Gay Hitler." That was someone's uh, name. Yeah, it was someone's name back in the day. Wow. You know? Well, if any listeners want to submit that as a question, please do. Maybe quote Ray there in the. Oh, thank you. Do the right I, thing. Yeah, I, Ray vaguely remembers <laughs> a Twitter. account. <laughs> That's my source. Uh, Dwayne Pipe. Which Ray went for? That was the house. Uh, it was a, that was a real person. My pop taught a kid called Dwayne Pipe in the olden days, and that's <laughs> always stuck with me. That's a, that's a fun one. <laughs> that's a personal one. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a funny name, Dwayne Pipe. <laughs> was he real smart? I don't think so. Or, or did everything you teach him sort of fall <laughs> out? <laughs> a knobby gobbles, which. Prue went for that was Ian the question writer oh, okay the house that's a beautiful you name you two have Ian. played right into the house's hands here Thanks, yeah. and that means Jordan was right Wankard Pusa is oh, the correct answer <laughs> so Wanker point to Jordan pussy. <laughs> two points of the house and we're now up to the final round uh, quick score check raise on two points Jordan and Prue on four points but out in front on eight points it's the house but the final round is worth triple points so it is truly still Anyone's game. It is upsetting now that we've kind of questioned the house and you were like, only stupid players are ever beaten by the house. <laughs> it seems like, to- like I really make them kind of easy to yeah. weed out. <laughs> oh, no, that, one, that one was tricky because all of them sounded ridiculous. So you... Yeah. yeah, and we had feral Cheryl. That was difficult. That was a difficult one to yeah. pick as and well. And the fish. And, and the, the fish. fish. Yeah. We actually had a really tough round. Really, actually a really, really tough. tough mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably, yeah, I overestimated you when I put these questions together. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, so the final question, we always end with a film synopsis. So you just got to write uh, a briefish film synopsis, normally about two or three or four sentences long. 
And this final one comes from a good friend of the show, Dave Warnicky from the Do Go On podcast. Thanks, Dave. And his question is, what is the synopsis of the 1967 film She Freak? She Freak. What is the synopsis of the 1967 film She Freak? And uh, you'll need a bit more time to write this. So I've got a, bit, I've got a fair bit of information about uh, Wankard Pusa. And it comes from that great website I found before, wikipedia.org. Pusa was born in 1893 uh, in Florida. He attended public schools in the area. He was later a farmer, lawyer, school teacher, mover, and newspaper publisher. Real uh, uh, millennial sort of vibes there. Settle down on a career, mate. Uh, he ran the Times Courier in Mariana from 1947 to 1951 and another publication entitled Wankard Pusa's Bumblebee, The Paper with a Sting. And that ceased publication in 1958. Residing in Mariana, Florida, he was elected to the Florida House of Representatives to represent Jackson County in 1944, with his term starting in 45. It was said that his legislative goals were to curb the growing tendency towards dictatorship in American government and to put some brakes on runaway taxes. He also made a campaign promise to reject every single bill that was presented to him, a promise which he would only stray from once in his legislative career. Upon the passing of a sales tax bill in the House, Pusa dropped to the chamber floor and started praying uh, for the taxpayers of Florida. Had a real uh, dramatic sort of flair there. Pusa was a critic of economic policy, with a newspaper describing him as, quote, a stormy petrol of the economy block. He was also a vocal critic of the administration of the governor of Florida, Fuller Warren. In 1946, Pusa was an unsuccessful candidate for the Florida State Senate. In that same election, his wife, Maud, also ran unsuccessfully for the State House of Representatives. Maud Pusa, fantastic name. Pusa was defeated in 1949 for his seat in the House and left the Senate, uh, left the House in 1950. He was married to Maud Marie Brogdon at Jackson County on August the 15th, 1915, and with her had 11 children, the Pusas. Quite a brood. Uh, Pusa died at Jackson County in 1978 and was buried at Pope Cemetery in Sneeds, Florida. In a 1958 article, Pusa referred to himself as a famous author, statesman, and poet. It was also said that he was known around his city of residence as a lawyer, ex-legislator, noted local after-dinner speaker, wit, and critic. Uh, And his headstone at Pope Cemetery reads... The one and only Wankard Pusa. <laughs> a beautiful tribute to a beautiful man. All right, the answers are in. Let's he- go. Here's the final question. What is the synopsis of the 1967 film She Freak? Experience the Crimean circus through the eyes of their <laughs> high-jumping, cherry-stem-tying, and horse-loving She Freak. A tale of fitting in, finding yourself, and keeping things freaky. A documentary focusing on the career of the greatest player in the history of women's football, the Brazilian legend Marta. Wait, one <laughs> name. Wow. One name. <laughs> That's how you know you're great. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Okay, Ray wrote that one. Next <laughs> one. <laughs> Sorry, I like women in football. Sorry. Yeah. And you don't need to follow their last names. <laughs> uh, Melissa Stant wakes up and she has tentacles for arms. She tries to use them to fight crime, but no one respects her. She goes insane from the bullying and kills the entire town before retreating to the sea where she is finally accepted. Mm, that sounds feminist. Mm. Yeah. And it, was, it came out in 1967. Summer of Love. 
wow. summer of empowerment. So, yeah. Wow. Some summer. Jade Cochran is a waitress <laughs> at a rundown cafe. Determined to escape her lowly life, she takes a job with a traveling carnival sideshow that has arrived in town. She soon ends up as the carnival's owner, but the power goes to her head, and after the circus performers attack, she ends up as a carnival freak in her own traveling show known as the Snake Woman. What about her as snake like? Does it say? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It's a, yeah. After it's a she's attacked, she's thing. attacked, and then yeah. Oh, true, 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 true. Sorry. A humongous woman terrorizes a small midwestern town after ingesting radioactive corn. <laughs> While her scientist husband races the clock to find a cure before the army takes her in for experiments. If only the army got to know her, they'd realize that not only does she have a colossal body, but also a gigantic heart. Oh, I want it to be that one. I think it's that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the movie I want to watch. I know. (laughs) Or finally, a woman who is cast out of society after she is bitten by a lizard and grows a tail. She goes on the run from police with Pig Boy, who's a right little freak. <laughs> Anytime the police grab her tail, she's able to lose it and regrow. And Pig Boy oinks along because he's, he's into it, that sick little dirtbag. God, I hate Pig Boy. He'd make you physically ill if you saw him. I wish Pig Boy would just die. Anyway, she freak recovers, but I forget the end because Pig Boy is so distracting. It's got to be that one. <laughs> What's wrong with Big Boy? I really feel like for a movie called She Freak, that was focusing on telling a male story. <laughs> All right, you got any guesses? Who might have... yeah. I think because you've been so good at guess, sometimes we'll do it. Mm. So you can have a guess what you think is real and you can guess what one of the others okay. wrote. So you can get extra points if you want. All right. Uh, who wants to go first here? Everyone's had a crack at going first so far. Can you give us like a really brief summary? Yeah, we've got the Crimean surf, uh, Circus. Love mm-hmm. that. Mm. Uh, we've got the uh, Brazilian legendary footballer, Marta. Mm-hmm. We've got the tentacle woman mm-hmm. who's not uh, accepted until she retreats to the sea. We've got the waitress who ends up um, running the carnival before uh, being attacked and uh, being a, a carnival freak herself. I don't like that term, but that's it's in the name of the movie. You know, <laughs> it was personally. the 60s. <laughs> uh, you have the huge woman who eats corn and uh, has a big heart. Yeah. Or you've got uh, the one... Pig, pig Boy's pig in boy. it. Pig yeah. yeah. But it's um, a lizard woman and Pig right. Boy. I think I, I can go first. I'm feeling pretty confident. Mm-hmm. I think the real one is the corn lady. I think that Ray wrote Pig Boy. Um, and I think that Prue wrote the waitress one. All right. And that's that on that. That's that. Oh. That's that. I think that that is compelling, but I also think I'm wrong because everybody's really comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's defending. No one's defending. But then no. also maybe you what? guys are playing it cool because I've nailed it. What? No, I mean... um. <laughs> <laughs> And you've also... Uh, you've, what? No, no? No, I didn't write that. No. You've been seen to change your answers before as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jordan loves So maybe they're just keeping their powder dry. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Jordan goes first and last. <laughs> <laughs> and what, which one did you think Prue wrote, sorry? The waitress one. That's also the one... Wait, hang on. Oh, no. Which one did you think was real? The corn one. Oh, the corn one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
getting them confused. They loved big ladies in the zoo. And they loved mm-hmm. eating something yeah. with radioactive goop. I think that was the movie last yeah. time I did this as well. Oh. It was oh, radioactive yeah, goop. Oh, you're a regular guest. Yeah, you it's don't not, get asked all no, the time. No, I don't know. Well, I don't think you'll be back. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who wants to have next crack? I can have next crack. Um, I also think it's the corn lady, big lady, big heart. Um, um, she sounds hot. She'll sound hot. I think Jordan she, wrote the one about having like tentacles and going into the ocean. Okay. And I think Ray wrote Pig Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for thinking I wrote the best one. <laughs> uh... So you're you're in lockstep on two of those. Yeah. What are you thinking, Ray? All right, I think the real one is Pig Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, you've got a real advantage going last, don't you? Yeah, I no, I've been thinking this whole time the colossal heart one was Prue. Mm. Did okay. you just guess that one is the real one? Yeah. Oh, that's that really throws things. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's so up my alley. That's yeah. why I guessed it. The waitress story. That was the one. The ending was the most believable I felt of the of all of them, but I thought there was too much going on, um, in in the plot, and so I think. I mean, it would be over like an hour and a half period. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> you know, it sounds like that's the house. <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon, okay, Prue wrote. Jordan wrote Colossal. No, wait, did you guess the Colossal Woman was real? Yeah, oh, yeah. God damn it. I just, the big woman with a big heart doesn't sound real. That sounds, that sounds like a made up. Well, sounds like someone trying to make up a movie tag on the spot. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. Um, all right. The waitress one with the, with the snake woman. Okay, I'm going to guess that was Jordan. Um, the um, the footballer documentary with Marta with only one name. I'm guessing that's Prue. Mm. And I'm going to guess the real one is the Crimean, the first one, the Crimean. Of course, the Crimean Circus. Yeah. Which sounded fake as I heard it, but I've got all the real sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe a single one of them. So you think oh, it's awful? This you is, think that this is you guys all playing? I feel like maybe you've picked your own ones as the real one to psych me out, to sabotage me. <laughs> you think we this both is, simultaneously yes. wrote about a giant woman <laughs> doing radioactive <laughs> corn? Jordan, has a big heart. Le- Jordan left the room for some reason. I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> probably yeah, messaging each yeah. other. Oh. This is my Stanford prison experiment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the one about Pig Boy. <laughs> Which Jordan and Prue thought was Ray was Ray. Oh, <laughs> whoa, that's crazy! Shocking. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't sure about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would watch that film. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pig boy, not enough she freak. <laughs> Lizard woman. <laughs> she freak. And boy, does she. <laughs> uh, then we had the documentary about Brazilian legend Marta, which Ray thought was Prue. That was actually the house. Oh, oh right. And I that, would she always is give women the a greatest. second name. <laughs> Marta is meant to be the greatest footballer of all time, too. And there's only so, been one Marta? I guess so. I guess, like, Brazilians, I think often there's there was a player called Fred. Ronaldo? Ronaldo. There's a lot of solo-named Brazilian footballers. That's true. Leonardo, That's true. Michelangelo. Yeah. Marta's a great name, yeah. Great name. I think you're getting slightly confused, right? But, yeah, same idea. <laughs> Share. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. 
Uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Uh, the Crimean Circus one that uh, Ray went for, that was Prue. Oh, oh get God. out. There we go. That's sneaky. Then who else did we have? We had uh, the one about Melissa Stant with the tentacles, which Prue thought was Jordan, was Jordan. Yes. Oh, God. I actually two for two. I'm really. I think I might write that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fantastic movie. Oh, that's yeah. a I, about, I didn't give her a name, and then I had to follow up with another message to Matt yeah, saying Melissa her name's Stant. Melissa Stant, <laughs> which is a great name. <laughs> Connected. I'm going to cast myself as Pig Boy. <laughs> 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 and you know what? Right out the sheep freak. <laughs> Uh, the humongous woman who has a, a colossal body but a gigantic heart, which Jordan and Prue both thought was real. That was written by Dave, aka oh, The House. Dave. Oh, thank you. And I'll tell you what, because I was saying before how I'd, I'd try to, I'm like, that's too believable. That's why I added the line at the end about the gigantic heart and colossal yes. body. And you said, it sounds like someone came up with that on the spot. And you were, <laughs> man, you've, and you've like, not got many points <laughs> this round, but you're calling everything outside of <laughs> things that would give you points. That's you're right. calling them correct. I know what's going on, man. I can sense there's something greater play huh? <laughs> yeah uh so that means that the correct answer is about jade cochran the waitress at the rundown cafe no. who Whoa. ends up being snake woman what and yeah you oh, that's why i was like well there's an hour and a half a lot of things <laughs> can help <laughs> you out. i was trying to help you out <laughs> her name's jane cochran jane cochran cochran oh, oh, oh did, is that what threw you off i thought that was another just, silly name no that's a real oh, name throw it's a back famous. to earlier it's a famous normal name. It's a famously normal name, Jordan. Yeah. Famously normal. Cochrane. We all say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd, if I, I'd probably give you a bum seat. It's Cochrane. Cochrane. Would that have... No, I hate that more. Okay. <laughs> Cochrane. Uh, it sounds like Cochrane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to think about a Cochrane. All right. So, I think we're going to have to tabulate the scores here. Oh, tricky. Um, in the meantime, just quickly, I'll let you know that... Uh, Chief Freak is playing in cinema. <laughs> <laughs> It, <laughs> it's on an Acme this weekend only. It's not a very well-liked film. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have enough uh, critic reviews to give it a, a, a score on the tomatometer thing. But uh, the audience give it a 4% approval rating. Holy moly. Which is, I believe is pretty low. That's pretty low. <laughs> that's pretty low. Yeah. But I found a review that kind of liked it. Uh, Robert Fershing from All Movie. Uh, wrote this entertaining sexploitation update of freaks from producer David Friedman uh, has its moments for sympathetic viewers. Six point. She has six with the pig boy. Wait, no, the pig boy is not involved in this. You're, you're merging the one you just created minutes ago. Obsessed with pig boy. <laughs> she fucks the pig. She, well, hang on. You said bring... you hated pig boy, but I think you love pig boy. You are pig boy. <laughs> he makes me sick. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I think if I've got this right, and me adding that extra element in the scores late has confused the hell out of me. Um, Do you not normally triple the scores? That's only a thing you've done. No, I always triple the scores, but I don't, don't normally give points for you guessing who wrote oh. the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Um, but I think I've got this. Uh, I mean, we're not going to check. Okay, fantastic. Well, <laughs> here are the final scores, and... Uh, I feel as good as you do about mm. this. Uh, Ray is on two points. What the f- <laughs> 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 Ray's, oh, Ray's Ray. walked out. Ray's mad. <laughs> Ray's comical uh, kick of the chair really slammed into the wall. Oh He's God. become pig boy. The <laughs> thing he hates. <laughs> He's setting a grimace on fire. <laughs> uh, in third place on seven points, it's Jordan Barr. Thank you. In second po- uh, place... 
Hang on, that's not right. Oh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh my on. god, this is like La La Land. Oh, oh it is shit. close. In Quick second place on 13 points, it's Prue. Oh, Still a Prue good Blake, song. But <laughs> out, out in front by just one point on 14, it's The House. Oh, oh my. And that was because you both tricked guessed by that big heart. <laughs> yes, the big heart. You Gave it away. We just like big ladies. Uh, <laughs> big ladies with a lot of love. Someone make the movie. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Where can people find you, Jordan? You can find me on Instagram at jbar underscore 666. That's all. Mm. <laughs> Nowhere else. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Privilege Comedy. And I think on some other platforms also Privilege Comedy. And your newsletter? How can people And my newsletter subscribe? on Substack, I Shaved My Legs for This, um, which you can search Privilege Comedy. And I think it will come up. Hell yeah. I just need people to know that I'm trying to be funny, so I really put the comedy <laughs> on that. <laughs> How about you, Ray? Yes, I'm at Ray O'Leary Comedy on Truth Social and Telegraph channels. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The normal social media apps, at Ray, Ray O'Leary Comedy. Yeah. So good. It's, it's good. Pop- you should add the comedy in there, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. really helps. Yeah. <laughs> I like 666. <laughs> <laughs> And Pop Gaze is probably back anytime back. soon. Focus on Sex and the Sex in the Sex, the Sex in the City podcast. <laughs> Awesome. We're back. We're back. <laughs> uh, thanks and so much. more for- transphobic than ever. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening, everyone. Please give us a five-star review if you want. I've been getting a few lately and it feels real nice. Uh, if you think your friends might enjoy it, let them know. Cheers for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Do you know that Ronan Keating song is a cover? The When You... You say it best when you say nothing at all. No, yeah, what? it's a cover. It's um, it's originally a country song, and I believe the the original artist died quite young. Or maybe, or maybe I'm Tutty. Yeah, can we trust you? What you're saying now, Ray? No, I would. Yeah, no, I would just make that up. It's been a long time <laughs> since I've um, listened to the OG. <laughs> it's always shocking when you hear that a song like that is. Uh, remember, torn by yes, uh, <gasps> Natalie and Brulia. Natalie and Brulia yeah, yeah. cover. Yeah. Like, a what? cover. No, I think she covered it so hard that it became an original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It came all the way back around. Yeah, if you cover it hard enough, that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Such a beautiful nice. romantic song. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I, need <laughs> I need this. That was in Notting Hill, wasn't it? I remember the video clip well. He was sitting in the park. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, stunning man. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. Hugh. <laughs> Hugh. <laughs> My favorite rom com with sexy Hugh. I love, I love Hugh. Hugh, you really punched up his name, right? <laughs> Imagine if you had that name all along. The yeah. career he might have had. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh. You ought to pronounce every letter. <laughs> Hugh Grant. Hugh. And he's big, all right. Oh, Hugh. He's not good. Yeah, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a waitress, and I did that. I achieved my yeah. dream. And not as fun. Huge. And not as fun. It was big. I was a big waitress. <laughs> you were a big I was one of the big ones. One of the- <laughs> Very popular. It's like Hooters, but it's it's big ladies. <laughs> yeah. What's the award for waitresses? Like a a logie. Oh, I thought, I, I thought you were asking me the award rate, and I was like, pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'd get. What would it be? The penis in fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get to star in that musical by Sarah Barry Alice. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, waitress. waitress. Yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Um, how many, um, this is, this is a boring question, but how many like trays and plates and stuff could you carry at once? That's a great question, That is Ray. a great question. Believe in yourself. Thing. Okay, all right. And it depends on the tray. Because you can of carry, course. you can carry three plates. Easy. Everybody yeah. can. But then we had these like burger trays where I worked where you could get like, sometimes like four on oh. your, at least oh. there was a guy who used to carry six, but he was so fucking stupid. The plates. Oh, really? so, but he had the brute strength to make up for. Yeah, we let him stay. a pack horse carrying trays around. Don't let him take an order. God, but. He's strong, but boy, is he efficient. Yeah. He's strong, but he's he's simple. You never worked uh, in the service industry? I uh, No, not. No, I worked in a supermarket, and, I, and I've worked yeah. at the checkout before, but not proper like retail right. or service. Checkout dreams. Yeah, that was checkout. Dreams, thank you. That was a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. that dream as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was a dream I didn't even know I had. <laughs> a couple of checkout oh, cheeks. It's good to tick one off early, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that dream's done. And I'd already been a paper boy, so wow, oh, wow. I, I was knocking off a lot of dream, teen dreams <laughs> in my teens. Knocking off a lot of teens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not oscillate that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, clearly you're not. Still writing your answers. Sorry to. <laughs> when, but when, I love to see behind the curtain. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was a subtle throw to the <laughs> Does this podcast have advertisers? Uh, they just they insert them in. Oh, and do you know who's advertising currently? No. Oh, uh, no. Oh. It, I think it'll, it'll depend on where they are. Yeah. Um, you can select things not to advertise, oh, yeah. which I certainly have. And done. you are. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fair game on who knew it with Matt Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, were you guys saying the color maroon? Yes. How would you say the band Maroon Five? Maroon, maroon Five, five. but oh. I would call the color maroon. Mm. Maroon. Oh, that seems, okay. I guess it's the same as like we'd say Jay Z, but we'd say Zed. Right? <laughs> like I've never thought about that. <laughs> Why don't we never say Jay Z? <laughs> Australians are famously adaptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of play it fast and loose with language. <laughs> It's a great series. It's oh, a great series. Yes. I'm doing a rewatch right now. <laughs> Top of the mind. Have you seen that they did a, like a shot-for-shot shot remake for America? No. Like yes. Graceland or something? Graceland? <laughs> it's a Paul Simon now. <laughs> <laughs> or the Elvis Presley factory? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, I can't remember, well, this is a boring story, but I can't remember what it is, but I think it, the American one has a more interesting twist than the, really? the British one at the end. Because I read the Wikipedia But page. it's crazy. They oh. both have David Tennant. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, well, I'll watch that then. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it either, so I I'm, guess oh, I should. Yeah. It's good. I yeah. finally got around to your, you recommended about two years ago that I watched The Jinx. And I only oh. just watched that. It's so, oh, so good. good. Yeah. I haven't watched. <laughs> Well, I'll so pencil that in for yeah. two years from now. It's so I'm on. I'm on a delay from your recommendations, but in around two years, I watch Broadchurch. I think. <laughs> have you Have you fi- Have you finished it? Yeah. Of course, kill them all. Kill them all, of course. And he's dead now. Rest in peace, King. <laughs> <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of sound someone makes when they're deleting the third draft. <laughs> you haven't no. seen one yet. No, yeah, my instinct is um concerning. <laughs> you ready? I reckon I was about to send the actual answer, but then I Oh wow. Do you reckon I, you know the answer? Are you looking up the real answer? I, uh, and then it's wild that you're in last you place. Can't. <laughs> I don't know that. I should have said that. You can't do that. Though, sorry. <laughs> so, what? 
Hmm. And it's also like you're somehow monitoring what Jordan and I write. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel like our right. guesses are really unguessable. <laughs> Hacked into the mainframe somehow. Uh, all right, answers are in. Here's questions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.